Welcome everybody back to the board channel on YouTube. This is the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. And on this channel, myself and Pips go live every weekday, provide you with NBA discussion and of course the best bets that you can make for the slate. We're out here on Friday looking to close off a profitable week here with three official picks coming your way. If you, if you have been enjoying the show, as always, remember to give us a thumbs up on this video, help support the channel, help get us to some more recommended pages, and subscribe to the board for more content like this. If you want more sports betting content, you can go to the hammer.bet as always. But for this one, just like the Jalen Brunson bet from a couple of days ago, there's a good price. We don't want it to move, so we're going to give it to you guys nice and early. Early gang gets this one. Tyler Hero over 17 and a half points as they take on the Mavericks. Pips, uh, why do you like so this are, one and why is it going to move quickly? So we are betting Tyler Hero over 17 and a half points, which is a minus 120 at Fendel. So actually, it wasn't this on DraftKings and BetMGM. So it opened it opened 18.5 on Fendel and 17.5 on the BetMGM and DraftKings, DraftKings and then switched like. It went from 18 to 17 on FanDuel and from 17 to 18 at DraftKings. And I don't know why it actually went, went like, like 18.5 uh, on FanDuel, then dropped to the FanDuel minus 115 on the over. Then it moved minus 120 on over. I think it will close at 18.5 because it makes more sense. So Tyler Hero is over this line in 22 out of 31 games this season with 25 more minutes. That's 71% clear clear, clear rate on this one. So that's like 71% on this line is pretty huge. Also, his average over those 31 games in 21.8 points. So that's almost that's four points over this line. And the matchup is actually decent. It's not like it's not like they are playing Cleveland Cavaliers or, or or Memphis Grizzlies, so we should worry about the matchups because there is no Christian Wood, so Adebayo will be in, in a tougher matchup. Dorian Finney-Smith is back; he's, he's probably guarding uh, Jimmy Butler, so I think Hero will have like the most usage in, in this game of the entire Miami Heat roster, and if he shoots like 17 18 times this line should be easily to cover maybe even lower and yeah just just too low of a line for tyler hero who, who, the guy that's constantly scoring 20 or more points and we can see with his average like 21.8 points on the season just just a great spot so good stuff overall there reminder guys if you're coming in late first bet is already here tyler hero over 17 and a half points minus 120 on FanDuel. Uh, the Miami Heat in general, they've just quietly been climbing back up the Eastern Conference standings. Looked like a disastrous season was unfolding, but they're 25-21. Uh, Tyler Hero, a big reason why. Let's go to the other end of the Eastern Conference to recap the pick from yesterday's game. So uh, good numbers on Killian Hayes and a little bit of you know, added incentive. Maybe Killian Hayes playing in France, playing in his home country as the Bulls took on the Pistons in Paris. Uh, Killian Hayes did not have a good game. Uh, unfortunately, he does get the assist. Uh, he did have the opportunity to get the points, but uh, he goes 0 for 6 from 3, and I think it was 2 for 13 from the field. Uh, Pips, you want to sum up Killian Hayes in this game for us? Yeah, I mean, 
the guy missed every wide open shot he took and not wasn't even close on on any of these shots. It was like front end of the ring or a huge brick. And he was frustrated and he was still going to shoot. And yeah, if he made like first two shots, I think he will end up scoring like 25 points in this game. But he started like zero from five and then scored two and was two for seven and then missed another six shots. Like if I, if I take a look at the shot profile, I think he's getting the over like in 80% on this line. So yeah, no, nothing to do with Like he was in great shooting form over the last 10 games and just unexpected. Yeah, um, I mean, they happen. Um, like sometimes these sort of bets happen as we know on the show. Uh, fortunately, this season has been quite good overall. Very good. Uh, 70 47 record plus 15 units 11.3 percent roi uh and we are going to keep moving today we have the one pick already down two more on the way a little bit later on in the show but before we go into that as always we want to do some discussion pieces um people are speculating if Doncic would be involved because he's in the thumbnail he will not be involved uh the discussion today is about the philadelphia 76ers who are another team just keep on winning games they are within a threat of challenging the top two in the Eastern Conference standing-wise, or a bit behind the Celtics. But as the Bucks continue to kind of be up and down, the Sixers keep winning. Joel Embiid has been sensational. A lot of seasons, this would be like an MVP-type year, but there's just so many good players in the league this season. James Harden's playing well. Um, they have, they're spoiled for talent, really. Uh, Melton is starting. Maxie's coming off the bench in some games. Some games, maybe they'll keep P.J. Tucker on the bench to start. There's just so many things you can do, so much talent here. But I'm going to Pips. Do you think the 76ers, we knew they were going to have a good regular season. Do you think they're going to be able to translate this as well into playoff settings? And they are they a legitimate contender based on the talent in the East? Yes, they are. And if they just need to avoid Boston Celtics because matching up with them is yeah. terrible, terrible matchup for them. So I think they can win in every, in every matchup besides Boston Celtics. I, of course, they can win, but they are not yeah. in a great shape against the Celtics because we all know Horford against the Embiid was always working and they have also time lower than no one to actually stop Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So that matchup is like crazy difficult for them, but every other matchup is like they have a great chance to win. Like... With the way Harding Harding has one of the most efficient seasons with shooting, the, this is a little bit lower on free throw rate, but that's reasonable with everything going on. I saw like we have two like two top ten guys in the league with Embiid and James Harden, and then we have Tyrese Maxey, one of the, <laughs> I think one of the best young guys in the league, and he he just can take over the games by himself, and then we have. Like Tobias Harris as the fourth option. When we look at their contract, when his contract, like of course that's terrible. But if you have him as the fourth option, that's amazing. I think every team in the league will take Tobias Harris as the fourth fourth scoring option, just not on that money. They have PJ Tucker, so some veteran like experience and the guy that can play some defense and a, a little bit motivation for the team to hustle more and. Yeah, bring some mental mental strength there, and then you have like, like guys like Melton. Like 
he he's amazing guy to like start and be the four, fifth scoring option or and to defend. He's a great defender, like one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. And we won't say like top five, but if you take a like top ten or top fifteen, I I think he can legit reasons to be there. And on the bench, nothing great, but we had Shake Milton playing like some when Embiid and Harden were out and Maxi, Shake Milton had like 15 points and uh, on efficiency on high efficiency on, on months and on the season he's very efficient, scoring 10 points and giving you three assists of the bench, which is like legit. They have George Nyang shooting the lights out of the bench, and you can always count on him to hit three to four shots of the bench and change the game entirely. So this team is like like legit eight players to play in the playoffs. They are not uh, relying on some three-point shooting uh, or anything. They are getting to the line and they have great guys to do so. And yeah, just I think if, if they continue starting Melton and they have Maxi coming off the bench, they are legit good. But if they start Maxi and, and Harden together, their defense is like very difficult. Mm-hmm. With Melton starting, they are in a great spot. Okay. Uh, so you're probably not going to enjoy this piece of information I'm going to bring up. Uh, but, like, you obviously are aware of James Harden. He's your favorite player. Does James Harden's track record in elimination games worry you as it comes to the 76ers actually making a challenge for a championship? I think there is a bit narrative there because, like, everyone's talking about, like, if you take a look at his uh, elimination games number, you will be surprised. Like if I'm, you take I'm look looking at, at him. I'm I'm surprised in not a good way here. I I, I would okay. actually look. Let me, okay. sorry. Let me pull some up before like to, to okay. preface this. So I have his last nine elimination games. I, it's it's slightly cherry picked here because uh, the three before that were all wins because they came back from three one down against the Clippers. Uh, that being said, his last nine elimination games. They have his teams have one win, eight losses. He shoots 40% from the field in those in those nine games, 25% from three in those games. Um, there's, there's some really good games in there, but there's a lot of games he goes hiding, namely the most recent one against the Miami Heat, where he gets 11 points. And unbelievably, after the game, he was asked why he only took how many shots in that game? Nine shots. He took nine shots against the Heat last year. And he said, the ball just never came to me. You are James Harden. You get the ball. You demand the ball from your teammates. So I agree. Some of it is is a little bit narrative-based, and it's kind of the meme on James Harden. But I, I still struggle to have confidence that he can really rise up to that occasion. I, I Do you kind of see something different? And stats don't always tell the full story, but these are a little bit alarming to me. I would say these are like cherry-picked a bit because – for sure. uh, some of this is like in the games when he played with the Bucks, completely obvious he was injured. Yeah. Like the last season, he also had some injury before the playoffs and didn't look great in the playoffs. But if you take a look at the season before, like the uh, his Boston Celtics series before the injury, like he, he was great. He, he was playing great against the Celtics in, in, in the, the first round. Uh, in not last year, but this, this, the, the year before, and 
I, I I'm like watching him like since he got to the Houston Rockets and Christ. of course he had some terrible games in the fourth in the elimination games, but he had some great games too. And if you take a, an average of numbers before this injury, like if you take away like last two seasons, his numbers actually look pretty good. Like fair enough. Nothing crazy, but not hard and choker. But I mean, like. When you play in the West and going against the Golden State Warriors is all the time, like that's that's difficult. And yeah, I'm not I'm not with the Harden Choker. Also, the series against the with Russell Westbrook at at Houston Rockets, they, when they got out, uh, I think uh, that was like, Lakers. Is, is was that like 2020, 2020, yeah. 2020-2020? Yeah, he was. I think that he was actually great in in, in that series in, in in those players that year. Like he was, yeah. It was just Russell Westbrook like playing hurt and yeah, nothing to do there. Like if you take yeah. a look at his numbers in, in that season, he was like thirty points and seven as an eight assists on the, like above average through through shooting. Like I I'm, I'm just. I think the way he looked this season and the way he's efficient this season, they he can actually produce in, in, in the playoffs. Okay. That interesting. I, I think I think there is some validity to the James Harden in elimination game sort of narrative that's building. I think a lot of it is overblown, but I do think there is some truth to it. So I want to extend this past James Harden now because I think James Harden took a lot of heat for that. Oh, uh, I didn't mean to. For lack of a better term, he took a lot of heat for that performance against Miami in that series. I excuse the pun there. Joel Embiid is also a player who, under the radar, does also does not perform in elimination games. He has played in eight in his career. He's three and five in those eight elimination games. He shoots. This is Joel Embiid. He averages forty percent shooting in those eight elimination games. He averages. I'll be. I mean, solid points. And you know, Joel Embiid has gotten better as a career has gone on 23 points, but he's inefficient in these games. He has definitely struggled in some recently. I think that there's not enough stock that goes into Joel Embiid in these sorts of games. And, you know, last season there was the injury, uh, the face injury that probably played a part to it. And, and granted, these are all small sample sizes because you, know, you how many elimination games are you really playing in, in your career? But well, I think that's what really separates and defines a player's legacy because it's such a small sample size. Can you rise up? in those specific games. Do you put any stock in, into those sort of things? Because this Joel Embiid one, I kind of looked up because I feel like he gets a pass here. Uh, do you put any stock into this sort of information? Yeah, I mean, it was also the matchups that he was uh, playing game seven in elimination games. Like, mm-hmm. it was always like, I don't know, like, it was like Marcus Gasol, Toronto, your you guys like that's like the worst nightmare matchup for him. Like he he had yeah. once I remember he had like zero points in the entire game against you yep. guys. Like yep. yeah, that's the best defense you can have. So if you that number will just like inflate like deflate other numbers and make it look worse than it is. Like and there is like it, it was always like some very very difficult spot. And it, it, when you are big and you are five, it's not it's not the same as when you are a guard. Like. When it's a matchup, when it's the deep playoff run, it's always easier to to work your defense against the bigs than it's like against the guards. 
Like, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you have like entire team preparing for you and doing everything to stop you, and you are a big. That that's difficult to have a huge numbers. And also, this could be our first season that we get to the playoffs with. Probably we, there is still time for them to for them to get injured, but this is probably the first season that we could have after a while healthy and be and healthy James Harden in the playoffs. And when you add healthy Taris Maxi, Melton, Harris, Tucker, yeah, I think they can win against anybody, especially in the West. Like there is no team that that they would have, don't have a chance on the West. But it's there. There is one team, and that's Boston Celtics. That, yeah, just a nightmare matchup for them. Like you can put Smart on, on James Harden, and you can put Time Lord and Horford, two guys on on Embiid, and you can leave PJ Tucker to shoot wide open every the entire night. And yeah, not nothing to. That's not just 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 a terrible matchup. But I mean, like, besides Boston Celtics, I, I can see them winning against any team in the league. Makes sense. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I think they will get stopped by the Celtics at that point, but um, I think they have a. They they certainly are capable of going to, of but, winning a championship this but season. But Celtics Celtics could lose against the Cavs or against the healthy Brooklyn Nets. So right, it's, it's the playoffs yeah. are going to be wild in the East this year. Yeah. There's, there's it's, five it's a matchup based. It's a matchup based. So yeah. So uh, it'd be interesting. I just think I kind of want to bring that up because I feel like Embiid gets a pass. In these sort of settings, uh, for whatever but, reason, yeah. But the last two seasons were like by far the best seasons of his career, and for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. We should. So yeah, we, you need you need a bit more of a sample on a player, but yeah. But um, also, I, I just want to talk before we move out. So sure, I don't know how many times you watched the the seventy six of this season, but James Harden playing with Embiid that opens up like so much for Embiid, like. Previous seasons, Embiid was just okay. You yeah, it was post up and you can double him. Now he's playing pick and roll, and James Harden is one of the best pick and roll players in the entire league. So when he like, you can't you can't stop him. If you try to double him when he gets the ball in the moving, that's free throws. Like if you back off and let, let him shoot, that's wide open mid range. Like there is no way to stop Joel Embiid for scoring thirty every game. Like it's even. I know, I know you remember the game against the Raptors. Like, they did everything they could to stop him. He still scored, like, 35 points. Like, yeah, very efficient. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this season, James Harden just opens up a ton for him. And he's – I hated him when he was just posting up every entire game. Like, if the team has a good big with size and they double-team him down there, he just need to pass out and let Matisse I shoot. Like, or Ben Simmons. Like, he was just surrounded with no shooters – and the, the players could double team him every time because he was posting up. But now it's a completely different story. And I, I just think upside is so huge. Makes sense. I think a lot of where Embiid can find success this season in playoffs is how James Harden plays. Because there were some games, like I, I always remember the Raptors series really well, where like the Raptors were guarding James Harden really heavily, kind of treating him like you know his Houston scoring days. So when they eased off a bit, I think the Raptors had a bit more success and then yeah. it got to like game, uh, game six, uh, and at that point, James Harden was really engaged, really on in that game, and you can't stop both of them if they're both engaged like that. Yeah. So, I think both of them, if they if they have a good playoff run, this Sixers team can go uh, very far. 
All right, let's move now into the official pick segment of the show. Second pick here involves Grizzlies at the Lakers, a rare money line involved on this same game parlay. So we are betting Grizzlies to win, to win and Jamoran to score over 24 and a half points, which is minus 120 at DraftKings. Yeah, I, I just don't see the Lakers staying up in this one. Like, they actually won quite some games lately. Like, over the last... Yeah. Over the last 11 games, they, were, they won seven. But they actually lost five, four out of the last five. So, yeah, like, they had some run, but I think that's like, yeah, it happens. But if you take a look at, 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 the, at the Memphis Grizzlies, they are killing everyone in front of them. Like, I don't know how many, but like 11 straight wins. Like, I think it, it, it's it's there. Like, 11 straight wins for, for, for the Memphis Grizzlies. That's just great. And they won against the great teams. They won, like, it's not like only playing bad, terrible teams. They won, like, like, against some great teams. And they are healthy. They are the number one defense in the league since Jerry Jackson Jr. came back. And it's but by, by quite some margin, I would say, like, like, Amazing. They have Jamorant, Desmond Bain finally back and shooting the lights out again. I think he shot 40, 50 or more percent from the three in like six straight games. He is just, wow. he, yeah, it's, it's, it's Desmond Bain. Like when he's healthy, he's probably top five shooters in the entire league, maybe even higher. Oh, easily. I, I think he's like top two, three, man. Yeah. And that's just crazy. And the shot difficulty is also crazy. He's not shooting just these like spot up shots. He is pulling up some step backs and everything, like everything mixed in. And Jamorant, obviously, unstoppable, dunking on everyone and killing people, like amazing. And then you have like Dylan Brooks on a bit lower usage, which is helpful, like super helpful. When they have Jaren Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, and John Morant to have Dylan Brooks as the fourth scoring option instead of two, like that's huge for this team. If you think if you can have Dylan Brooks on the team shooting 10, 10 times a night, like that's that's a huge win. Because what he brings on the other side of the court is like amazing. It's a all defensive defense, all kind. I think he deserves to be all defensive, like this season, like easily. Dylan Brooks and another all defensive guy, and I will say defensive player of the year candidate, Jalen yes. Jackson Jr. Just unbelievable defense. That, that's just out of the world. And then you have Steven Adams inside, like a big strong dude that won't give anything easily up, that will just box out, rebound. I, I just don't see it, like especially with uh especially with Lakers playing Thomas Bryant at five. Like you have Jalen Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks to stop LeBron James. And who else is going to score? Like Nobody. <laughs> yeah, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Like, he will score, but not efficient. And I don't think they can win this. So, I'm, also, there is no one to stop John Morant. Like, you didn't have... Re- Thomas Brand doesn't offer you some great rim protection there. So, not, not a great big there. And also, there is no point of attack defender that is able to stop Jamoran. So, if, if in the Lakers play high pace, which is very suitable 
Ojam run quickness. So I just like this combined for uh, a bit lower line Ojam run in the case of the blowout. But yeah, just low. Yeah, Ojam run has a great, uh, huge game. I think Memphis win this because I don't, I don't have doubts in Desmond Bain having a great game and and Jaren Jackson Jr. and they have actually great bench also because with so many guys missing time this season they had time to play as the starters and getting some minutes and they were great and now they are in a smaller role but they show that they that they can bring something in and they have Tyus Jones probably one of the most underrated players in the entire league agree yeah um... and I think they're like Sixth best player would be like second or third best player on, on the Lakers. So, yeah. The Grizzlies have done a phenomenal job of just finding so many guys that contribute to the team on a nightly basis and are comfortable contributing in those roles. You're saying like, you know, you could say the sixth best player of the Grizzlies might be the second best the Lakers. The guys, whoever it is, they're happy to play that role for the Grizzlies. They're happy to be a part of the unit that they've built here. So many young players, so many good contracts because guys are so young. And, you know, John Moran is sensational. Jaron Jackson Jr. was top of the most recent DPOI ladder. Devin Bain, I think I think you're underselling him. I think he's a top three shooter in the NBA. He could be top two, only behind Curry, debatably. So this is just a phenomenal team. Buddy Healed. 11 in a row. Buddy Healed? Sure. Okay. He's up. He's, he's yeah. easily up there. He's easily up there. Uh, I mean, top five is nothing uh, bad either. That's still quite good, of course. But yeah, yeah, um, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything I you said, say, uh, the Grizzlies are amazing. You're one interesting fact. Like, so the Lakers' last game against the Kings, Kings without Sabonis. So they were like probably the worst defense in the league. <laughs> Let, so I'm just reading the starters now. LeBron James, 32 points. Beverly, three points. Dennis Schroeder, five points. Troy Brown Jr., four points. Thomas Bryant, eight points. So <laughs> we had five starters, four out of the five starters in single-digit numbers. Like it's LeBron or, 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 or doing everything, and I don't think he will be able to do it tonight against this team. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think this is a good spot. All right, let's go to the third official play of the day. Matter we had Tyler Hero over on 17 and a half points earlier on in the show, but the third official play involves the Warriors and the Cavaliers. So we are betting Steph Curry to score over 24 and a half points and Darius Garland to have over five and a half assists, which is minus 120 at BetMGM. So there is no probably like Clay Thompson is, is doubtful for this game and I don't know, like when you have Clay Thompson doubtful, that's 25 shots less on, on, on the team, at least 20. And Steph Curry, like last game, they played back to back against the Wizards. And Steph played 38 minutes in a back to back game and scored 41 points. So, of course, Wizards and Cleveland are not the same, but they played earlier this season and Steph scored 40 points against the Cleveland. So if you if you need to pick one player in the entire league that's similar to to Steph Curry, who are you choosing? One player that's like close, similar to like like. Uh, I, I, I kind of lead, trying to get me to say Garland here. 
No, I'm just trying to say with Damian Lillard. Oh, ooh, interesting. I guess, yeah, just because the range, the shooting they bring. Yeah, I, I see it, yeah. Crazy running game, especially this season when, we, when they move Damian Lillard more in off the ball action. Like, and right. what's, interesting, what's, what's, what's interesting about that spot, because like a week ago, Damian Lillard scored 50 on the, this Cleveland team. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get the same similar play type player like to Steph Curry scoring 50, we will agree that Steph Curry is better. So I just love this spot. Like Okoro is a great guy with muscle, but then he needs to run around through the screens. And and the, the, it was interesting in the last game, I remember exactly like he was trying to like deny the ball to the Steph Curry and just like just did like a couple of times like fake movement and got wide open three three like possessions in a row and the core of us <laughs> what can I do like the, what was this phase and yeah I, I love a core defense but I don't think he, he he is able to stop Steph Curry because that's I will say a core defense on ball defense is like amazing but when he needs to just run around following Steph Curry I I don't, don't see it and with playing two bigs, and Golden State is actually going smaller in this game. They are starting Damon Green at five, and there is no Looney anymore. So I just love the spacing and everything for Steph Curry in this game. Yeah, makes and sense. And apart, yeah. obviously, Darius Garland. I think we betted this the last time uh, the the uh, the Garland was playing. Uh, the last game, uh, and he covered it pretty easily. It was the game with uh, Pelicans, and Darius Garland. I think he cleared this line in 17 out of 18 games at home. And we now have uh, we now have uh, Donovan Mitchell questionable for, for this game, and, and if he's out, Garland yeah, it felt like that. 10, 10 or more assists. The last game against the Memphis Grizzlies. He had 14 assists without Donovan Mitchell. Did so, we? What was the game we bet Garland? You you bet Garland assists. Where you, you yeah, it was well. against the Pelicans when he had CJ McCollum and Darius Garland. Right, right, okay. Yeah, and he had 11 assists in that game. So yeah, yeah, we are pretty good with Garland assists. This is yeah. So there's the play. Steph Curry, uh, I mean, wait, wait, Curry's in full flow. You can't even guard him. Did you also, did you see that half court? I'm sure you saw it. You saw it. Yeah. Curry from half court yesterday. This guy's unbelievable. It's not even shocking. Curry scores half court. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what but he, he actually was at one of the worst shooting games of the season. Yeah. It, it was nine, a weird, nine weird game. And he, he still ended up scoring 29 points. So he's that efficient. He can smash this line. All right. Let's recap it to end off your week. Three official bets in play. First of all, Heat at Mavericks. Tyler Hero over 17 and a half points, minus 120 at FanDuel. Hopefully that's still up for you guys. It's, we it's, one minus, one, it's minus 128 now. Would you recommend that or would you ignore this? Yeah, minus 128. It's just too juiced for me. Like you need to win 70%, 60% there to help. Yeah. Well, we hope. You guys tuned in live so you could get this one early, but this is was this was up there when we when we uh, released it. Minus one twenty Fanduel for that one. And we're, we apologize if it's no longer there. Tune in live. Uh, second play: Grizzlies at Lakers. Grizzlies money line paired with John Morant over twenty four and a half points, uh, also known as twenty five plus points. 
That is minus 120 at DraftKings. Third play, Warriors at Cavs. Steph Curry over 24 and a half points paired with Darius Garland over five and a half assists, minus 120 at BetMGM. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the shows this week. If you've been enjoying them, you've been cashing with the, with the picks, make sure you smash that like button and also make sure you're subscribed to the board for more basketball content just like this. We go live right here, myself and Pips, every weekday around 11.15 to 11.30 a.m. Eastern time when the picks can be get when, when the picks are correct for you guys to tail. And uh, the hammer, make sure you go check out the hammer.bet for more sports betting content. Go to the Forward Progress YouTube channel right now as there's an NFL divisional round breakdown going on live right now. Started 10 minutes ago. Go tune in. Forward Progress on YouTube. Myself and Pipso, we'll see you Monday. I'll be in Vegas on Monday, by the way. So I'll be doing a show live from Vegas uh, Monday and Tuesday. But I still will be here bright and early Las Vegas time for more from Pick and Roll. Thank <laughs> you.